Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. Spurs are on their way to Wembley. Yes, I was at the game, so I'm filled with unbridled enthusiasm for what was a spectacular game of association football, wasn't it, Charlotte? Yes, spectacular, one for the ages. I'm well, glad we bought those half-and-half half scarves. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, I'm just sort of disappointed I didn't wear my half-and-half half kit because it feels like we're always playing against Burnley. We're... Um, Currently driving home. I don't think he wants to go. What are you doing, Dave? As you can hear, we're we're driving back at the moment, and uh, there was a, a, a less than considerate motor user there that Charlotte had some issue with. But yeah, uh, I can't remember what I was saying. I was I was going to wear a half and half Tottenham Burnley kit, but I didn't do it. I think I've exhausted that joke a bit now. It was a bit of a it was a bit of a drab game. That's that's kind of what I'm I'm beating around the bush at. Um, lovely goal, got to say that up front, Pedro Porro, beautiful stuff. Um, but yeah, missing that missing that energy, that sort of edge that I think Sonny gives us. Not only in his capacity as a player on the pitch, but probably as the captain, getting everyone else going. G and everyone up. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a factor, but we have beaten Burnley. Burnley, they were dogged. They pressed us pretty well. They defended very well. Flooded the box every time we got anywhere near it. I'd count most times we got anywhere near the box. They would have at least six players in there, congesting it, creating tight spaces, making it hard for anyone to get a shot off. So it was an ugly game. It was an attritional game. It's what Burnley brought to the party. It's what Burnley do. I know they've got a new manager now. They've got Vincent Company, but I think his sort of his early part of his time at Burnley has shown him that he can't play nice, expansive, pretty football against better opposition in the Premier League. He got punished for that early on in the year, and it seems to be that he has defaulted back to being a Burnley manager, right? And that's the fixture that, that we had today. Um, I did have that sinking feeling at various points throughout the game that this was going to be one of those where they just managed to nick it. Where they just because they had a few they had a few <sighs> uncomfortable counter attacks, should we say? Because I, I never really felt, if I'm being brutally honest, and I don't think it's like some sort of arrogance or anything I think anyone that listens to this regularly will know I'm more towards the side of like overly cautious when it comes to Spurs but I never really felt that many of Burnley's attacks were actually good value if that makes sense 
I always just kind of thought that they were gonna maybe get a scuffed shot, get a deflected one, have the odd sort of through ball. I think they played a couple. Did, didn't they shot? Didn't they? I think they played a couple of through balls. Somebody got on the end and didn't really do anything. Yeah, I know it, right? what you mean though. We didn't feel there was not even like a heavy spell of pressure. There was just they they were trying their best, but there was never a point where I was genuinely like, oh fuck. Man. No, other than other than right, ironically enough, right at the very end, in yeah. like the ninety-sixth minute, when they had a couple of opportunities like flashing across the face of goal, that you know maybe if they had a better striker on the pitch, they yeah, they exactly. would have done something with it. But look, it's done. I think we we were all sort of saying, weren't we, when we were watching it, like this isn't going to be one for the ages. This isn't going to be one we look back on and say, remember that great FA Cup game where we beat Burnley one 0 But we're through to the next round, and that's what we all wanted, isn't it? Like really. Yeah, exactly. That's all. Um, so yeah, nice. Bring on the next round of the FA Cup because I you know I don't I, I don't need to do this one to death, right? I'm sat in a car. The sound's probably not very good. You know, I don't I don't really think there's much to to pick over in that game. So let's do the players. Let's see. Uh, Tottenham. But yeah, um, just whilst I am loading up like the players and stuff, it was a weird one. It was a weird. I haven't been to as well as you know if you listen to this. I haven't been to the ground so far this season. I've been a right armchair. Um, I don't mind it, you know. Oh, it was nice. It was nice to get to the ground. Not gonna lie, it was nice to see familiar faces. Have a beer or two before the game, you know. I'm hard. And yeah, I know, see the ground and everything. But I'm saying this, it's a funny one. It's part of me that like the state, the old ground going. And then COVID coming so soon after it, having that big break there between the old ground, Wembley, and COVID coming back into here. I still, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't go that often anymore. But I don't feel that same draw to. I don't know. Maybe I don't need to extrapolate that right now. Um, maybe I just like sitting at home. I don't know. Right. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Gilliam Evacario. Good. Thought. It's cast. I think he made... Did he, did he... I don't even think he had to make a save, did he? Maybe one or two? Not that I can remember. Not he might have scooped out of the air a bit. Yeah. But his, his distribution is nice. I do like his distribution. I made a... Pretty of a... You know, anyone that uses Twitter will see there's that... Tweet going around today. The tweet the opinion that all make Spurs Twitter hate you kind of thing 
And I was just sort of saying, it just kind of occurred to me that like ever since we've had Vicario that I don't think Hugo's been that good for quite a while, really. Um, good shot stopper, great club servant, all that type of thing. But suddenly having a keeper like Vicario that sets the pace of a game, sets the kind of temperature of a game, gets the ball moving, can actually pass well to his own players. I'm suddenly like, God, we've missed this for years, really. And a lot of people have said it's too soon <laughs> to have these conversations. Um, but, you know, I just, I love him. I love having him in goal. He's quality. I, I, I'd seen Alistair Gold saying before the game that Fraser Forster was going to start or that he expected him to start. Fucking glad he didn't. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really have anything against Fraser Forster, but now, if you've got Vicario there, I mean, look, let's be honest, people are going to dig me out for this, but a goalkeeper, the job isn't as high intensity as playing midfield, right? You know, you would expect a goalkeeper to be able to play 40, 50 games a season and be all right versus somebody that is, you know, like I say, kind of high press, high intensity midfielder or whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I'm sure it still takes a toll, right? It's a pretty athletic kind of position you got to play in. I don't know, whatever. Um, but Vicario, good player. Love him. Great. Any thoughts on Vicario, Sean? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think um, because Hugo Lloris was such an incredible goalkeeper for so long, it was almost like the decline was slow enough that you sort of didn't notice it until it was actually like really bad. But uh, yeah, no, I love Vicario. Um, to be honest though, in, if it had been four-star, I don't think he had to make a save, so whatever. <laughs> no, exactly. Destiny a doggy, just class. The lad sat in front of us was just like, he's Madrid him, he's Madrid. And it does feel that way a little bit. Again, I'm not selling him, I'm not selling Destiny a doggy, don't get me wrong. Just saying like, he is quality. The way he moves about on the pitch. I thought that was Ollie that said that. Was it Ollie? <laughs> in front of you. Maybe. No, I thought it was the bald man in front of him. Might have been. Either the two of them were rabbiting on between <laughs> mouthfuls of sausage roll. Um, <laughs> but Destiny Doggy, he just, I don't know, he's, he's, he's built different, isn't he? Like, physically he's imposing, technically he's brilliant. The way he gets on the, oh, what the fuck was that? It's like an e-scooter, a modded e-scooter type thing with a fucking speaker on the side of it. Anyway, um, the way he moves about the pitch, like, like I say, physically he's imposing, technically he's good. I love the way his first touch, he's, he's very good at kind of like manoeuvring the ball in a way that gets it out of the way. I don't know, I, I, I can't phrase this very well. He sets himself up well to often beat the man, beguile the sort of the opposing player and then set himself up with a nice bit of space, a nice bit of room to make a pass or move into. I just think he's a very, very classy baller, right? Um, he's a good player, I do like him a lot. Ben Davis, class, brilliant player. I don't, I don't, like, I don't like him being grouped with Emerson Royale, to be honest. I don't really even like him being grouped with, no, I, I don't need to make a point of I don't like him being grouped with Eric Dyer either. I think Ben Davies is a legitimately good player, a very good player. Um, give him another four or five year contract. Just keep him about the place. 
He's a good player. He doesn't moan. He does a good job every time he's called to do so. Keeps himself fit. Loves the club. He's quality. Like he's absolutely quality. This this period in which he's been playing instead of Mickey Van Der Ven, he's made various. Like he seems to have added to his game these sort of crucial, cru, crucial, crucial interceptions that he. I did not, you know, I was not aware of these. I did not know these were in his wheelhouse. But apparently they are. And, oh, that's well cool. There's just like a churchy castle thing. With all lights on it. All the sights and sounds in that there, London. Um, ben Davis. He's a good player. Good lad. Good performance tonight. Got stuck in. Made a few decent kind of blocks few decent challenges when Burnley were on the break trying to get through I just you know I really like him I don't I don't I don't really get the, the hatred and I think do you know what I do think it's died down a bit during this period during this period of which him which him which he's been I don't know in which he's been covering for Mickey van der Ven I think a lot of people are suddenly like yeah I'm I'm, I'm you know respect is due to Mr. Ben Davis and he's just an inoffensive player but I don't think that means he's this gentle Ben this kind of Times New Roman A4 blank piece of paper that he often gets kind of billed as I just think he's very good very good player you a fan of Ben Davis? I am I'd, I'd compare him to um players not in style but in attitude like Mora who were okay with not playing every game they're just oh, I can tell you haven't been on Twitter for a while <laughs> Mora's not very popular not a you can't I don't give yeah. a fuck no I'm just saying um, that Mora accepted the fact that Kane was going to play Kane was going to start it was all about Kane and he had a good attitude when he did come on he was not angling to play he was not kicking up a fuss and I would say that Ben Davies is the same. He is happy to play his role in the team, even if that role is not every game. Um, Emerson Royale, he's, uh, look, he, he's, he's, he's done a job as and where he, you know, has been asked to. Tonight, I think it was probably the first game where I felt some negative feelings towards him. I've often been on the side of being like, look, he's doing something that he's not, you know, familiar with, blah, blah, blah. I just think he, he slowed things down quite a bit. Every time the ball went to him, we stopped kind of moving the, the play kind of, I don't know, got a bit more static. He held on to it for a bit too long, often didn't play a quick pass, often didn't play a particularly smart pass. Um, you know, is what it is, but Mickey van der Ven will be back soon and that's good. Because I think it will be van der Ven and Davis. I think it... And just said before, he doesn't really buy into the whole left-footed, right-footed defender thing, so I think it'll be Davis and van der Ven. Pedro Porro, what a player, what a goal, what a lad. I love this celebration, wheeling away. Fantastic, lovely stuff. Um, up and down the wing all night, trying to make stuff happen. 
just a lovely, lovely footballer. Lovely player. Glad he's on the team. Class. Rodrigo Bentancur. Good, good, you know, I was saying previously of him, he's kind of almost got that, like, ledley effect with me where I see him starting and I'm suddenly like, nice. I feel suddenly comfortable. We've got Rodrigo Bentancur there, Marshall in the midfield, doing a decent job. He, he, he can be trusted. He can make sure everyone else is doing their job. Lovely player. Um, however, he's still clearly not fit, I don't think. Um, not fully fit anyway. And that's no you know, negative mark against him. He's coming back quickly from injury and all that type of thing. You can just tell he's not he's not fully at it yet. So I think sometimes physically he's not doing as much running. Maybe I don't know if anybody knows the stats. Please tell me otherwise. But I don't think he's maybe doing as much running as he as he could. He's not really getting stuck in. I know he's not that type of player really. Um, but I think he needs somebody alongside him still to do a lot of running. And I think Skip tried his best to do that, but looked pretty lost today. Skip didn't really get a foothold in the game. Didn't really offer much. The few times he did get position of the ball, he kind of would often play pretty scrappy passes, knocking the ball through to nobody. It was a bit of a shame. You know, I do, I do like Skippy, but he just looked a bit lost. I, I, I think he, maybe sometimes he often looks a bit lost alongside Bentenko. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how well he, he kind of goes alongside him. Um, but look, is what it is. He, he, he did enough of a job. I mean, he didn't really. I think he was actually quite bad, Skippy, today, if I'm brutally honest. Um, so, you know, there we go. Brennan Johnson. I think he's starting to get his confidence back a bit. I do think he's starting to get his confidence back a little bit. He's sort of come into the side, looked really nice when we first signed him. I think he got like that bump on the head, didn't he? And it's felt for a while since that point that he's not, he's not quite had maybe a, a killer instinct. He gets possession of the ball, he kind of, runs with it a bit and it's often not really done anything with it he has played to be fair to me he has played a few nice kind of passes across the face of goal and he's he's been do we say unlucky maybe unlucky where he's been in a few good positions and the ball's just not quite dropped in the right way for him or his shots have just kind of breezed past the post this is not today this is in sort of the past few games he's been playing and I thought today it was quite promising that he was he had a couple of shots from distance. I think he was trying to run at people a bit. It still feels a little bit no end product with him at the moment, but he's okay. He's doing all right and he tries. He works hard, I think, and you've got to give him that. Um, I th I, you know, he's young, he's a new signing. We don't need to write him off. We don't really need to have any sort of definitive big opinion on him yet. He's just getting to grips with Ange's football, getting to grips with probably a new lifestyle in London, new people around him. It will take time. But I think there are 
encouraging signs there with him. So, yeah, let's just wait and see. Giovanni Lo Celso. Um, now, I spoke about this on the last pod, and I want to speak about it again today, because I feel like a lot is often made of Brian Hill and his lack of physicality and how easily he gets biffed off the ball. And I do feel like this is something that also really does apply to Rodrigo, uh, to Giovanni Lo Celso. And I don't know if it's, a, if it's his physicality, if it's that he gets knocked off too easily, or if he just goes down too easily, too often. And there's dark arts, and then there's just kind of being just a bit stupid where you fall. You know, when Tottenham are on trying to break away and you're falling at the most minimal sort of piece of contact within your own half or whatever. It just, I don't know. It breaks up play. I think one of the strengths of this Ange Postacoglu system is that we keep things fluid. We keep things moving. And... It's nice, it's nice on the eye, it's nice for the players knocking the ball about. And I think sometimes when you've got the Celso falling on the ground all the time, it's not the most helpful. That said, I think he played a number of good passes tonight. We saw that lovely sort of assist he had for Sonny the other week. I think he had one of those to Brennan Johnson tonight, a similar type of ball that he knocked through. So it might just be one of those things with him where take the rough of the smooth whilst we don't have all the players that we would like available to us in the centre of the park he's a great option to have am I fully buying into the redemption arc am I fully thinking he's bothering our starting 11 when we've got a fully fit team no and that's just kind of where I stand on him but you know he's a good player if it went a bit quiet there just in that bit when I was kind of talking at the beginning about Ginovalu Lo Celso it was kind of one of those dicey situations where we were trying to get out on the motorway and some fucking tosser just wouldn't let us on, indicating to come on. And they just weren't having it. And, uh, Shai, you did a very good job there of not shouting and swearing at them, <laughs> which... Yeah, I was definitely thinking about it. I could, <laughs> I could tell you wanted to. Um, I almost wanted to. It was a bit hairy. Because you were kind of pinned between a truck and somebody not letting us on. And pray for Charlotte. She's got this dullard sat next to her, <laughs> talking into a laptop. Dullard. Yeah, <laughs> I said it. You know, notice you didn't uh, rush to my defence there against me. No you know, comment. So, no, no comment. I say. Virginia Van Lieselso. So yeah, great, fine, whatever. Dejan Kulisevsky tried hard. Liked him cutting inside. Would have been nice to see him try a few more shots. I think that would have been good. I think that would have been nice. I would have liked to have seen that. Um, but overall, I think his play was positive. I think he did good stuff with the ball. Kept driving forwards, as he always does. Kept getting the ball in the opposition half. 
good, aggressive, attack-minded player. I love him. He's one of my favourite players. Richarlison. I thought he was crap tonight. <laughs> like, I'm not going to mince my words. I thought he was bad. I thought he's he's you know he's had a few good games lately. And I don't know if he's kind of getting ahead of himself. I don't know if just it was just one of those days where it wasn't really falling for him. But I thought he was very scrappy in basically everything that he did tonight. I think he had that one. I think he had that one nice thing where I was saying to Connor, he's crap. And then he like got fouled, but then scooped the ball up and still managed to play a nice sort of through ball to Kulisevsky while he was falling over. And Con was like, yeah, crap, is he? And I was like, yeah, all right. Okay, he's literally just proved me a bit wrong there. But I still think his touch is not very clean. He scuffs a lot of his shots. And I think that was something that we saw in abundance this evening. Um, I don't think he was very good. And it was, it was funny to see an academy product, Dane Scarlett, come on who has been you know, recalled from his time at Ipswich and almost instantly look better than Richarlison had done. Um, that nice little sort of shimmy move into the box, got a shot off that deflected, was direct, had a couple of good runs with the ball. I really quite like the look of him. And apparently, Ange Postacoglu is a big fan of Dane Scarlett as well. Um, I think it was Paul O'Keefe was tweeting earlier saying that Dane Scarlett is very much in Ange's plans, that he is very much ahead of Veliz in the pecking order now that he's back. And on the evidence of tonight and in the pre-season sort of games he played when he scored a nice goal, he looks decent. I think he looks very good. And he's suddenly, do you know what? Seeing him in the flesh as well, he's stacked now. He's not a little boy anymore, he isn't. Like he's, he's tall and he is stacked. He's a big lad. Um, he's quick. Good frame. I th you know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see a bit more of him in the coming weeks, I would. See what he's got, let's see what he's got. Um, who else came on? Brian Hill came on, who, it's all right. He, he works very hard, that's what I like about Hill. In the closing stages of the game, he kept pressing Burnley in their own half, chasing, sort of running all over the pitch. I really like that about him. I did tweet that he moves, and this is just what I mean about like the way he moves, the way he controls a ball and everything like that. He moves like a uh, an actor playing a footballer in a film. And then I kind of thought, he actually reminds me a bit of Timothy Chalamet in a sort of way. And then I was saying, Timothy Chalamet in Hotspur, coming July. Um, so that was funny, I think. I mean, I'm calling my own joke funny there, which is quite pathetic, really. Um, but Brian Hill was all right, you know. It's nice to see Ryan Sessegnon come on. He, you know, I think he had that, well, he actually had one opportunity where he, he managed to, take it make it kind of carve out an angle for himself and had a shot that just kind of breezed wide just slightly breezed wide makes it sound like it went well wide doesn't it grazed the post i think is what i was what i was going for 
Um, came very close to scoring, not quite, not, didn't quite have enough. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We did, I don't know. Don't really think we saw enough from, from Ryan Sessegnon tonight to really have a definitive opinion on him. Pierre Mahoybier came on. I think he was all right. I got a picture tweeted at me of him, and lots of people like it, which I assume means that people thought he was really good. Thought it was okay. He played that one nice crossfield ball. Um, it was all right, you know. Whatever. Pierre Mahoybier, you know, we know it's not it doesn't need to be a big conversation had about him. We know everything we know about him, don't we? Um, Jamie Donnelly came on. You know, I couldn't I couldn't tell you what he did. I didn't I didn't see him touch the ball. I don't think. Um, so yeah, all in all, decent enough performance from Spurs. Like I say, an attritional match, pretty boring match. Burnley came there to try and do a job, try and get a replay, I guess. I don't know why they really wanted a replay. Surely they want to try and stay up. Um, but, no, nice. I'm glad we didn't have a replay. Glad we won that one. Referee was crap. Atmosphere was all right, though, I thought. Atmosphere was decent, wasn't it? Yeah, right. it was good, yeah. yeah. A few good sort of rounds of singing. I was trying to get Spurs on their way to Wembley. Going at the ends didn't really take. It's all these bloody Gen Zs with their TikToks and that. They don't know their born. They don't know their born Chaz and Dave and all that anymore. Can't sing. Can't sing Chaz and Dave anymore. No one will sing along. They're all too busy TikToking. That's what Tottenham is now. Lights, light shows at the start of the game. Light shows. What is this? It's supposed to be football. It's supposed to be a pint and a fag, and then you go in and throw darts into the away end, you know what I mean? It's supposed to be proper football. Gurcha. Bolty pie or a bagel at half time. Apparently the bagels are back, we got told that by, by Bill, didn't we? Um, didn't know that the bagels are back at Tottenham. But anyway, there we go. Tottenham on their way to Wembley. Come on you Spurs, up the Spurs. That's tuning in, obviously didn't do anything on YouTube today because I'm in a car and I just can't be asked, really. Um, but yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. Got a Patreon, patreon.com slash rtrpods. If you don't want to sign up for that, then please just leave a rating, leave a review. Share the pod wherever you share stuff. Reddit, Twitter, Facebook. You know, done. Up the Spurs. Anything to add, Sean? 